grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, you are always more ready to hear than we are to pray and you gladly give more than we either desire or deserve. Pour upon us your abundant mercy. Forgive us those things that weigh on our conscience, and give us those good things that come only through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Reading from Hosea. For context of this reading, please refer to your bulletin. When the Lord first spoke through Hosea, the Lord said to Hosea, Go, marry a prostitute, and have children of prostitution, for the land prostitutes itself for forsaking the Lord. So Hosea went and married Gomer, daughter of Diblem, and she conceived and bore his son. And the Lord said to him, Name him Jezreel. For in a little while I will punish the house of Jehu for the blood of Jezreel, and I will put an end to the kingdom of the house of Israel. On that day I will break the bow of Israel in the valley of Jezreel. Gomer conceived again and bore a daughter. Then the Lord said to Hosea, Name her Lo Ruhamah, for I am no longer have pity on the house of Israel or forgave them. But I will have pity on the house of Judah, and I will save them by the Lord their God. I will not save them by bow, by, or by sword, or by war, or by horses, or by riders. When Gomer had weaned Lo-Ruhamah, she conceived and bore a son. Then the Lord said, Name him Loami, for you are not my people, and I am not your God. Yet the number of people of Israel shall be like the sand of the sea, which can be neither measured or numbered. And in the place where it is said to them, You are not my people, it shall be said to them, Children of the living God. Word of God, word of life.
a reading from Colossians. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in Christ, the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in Christ, who is the head of every ruler and authority. In Christ, also you were circumcised with the spiritual circumcision by putting off the body of the flesh in circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with Christ in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God, who raises him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, flesh God made you alive together with Christ, having forgiven all of us of our trespasses, erasing the record that stood against us with its legal demands. God set this aside, nailing it to the cross. God disarmed the rulers and the authorities and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. Word of God, word of life.
So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and everyone who searches finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? The Gospel of the Lord. Kids are so funny, especially at that age when they haven't quite figured out social etiquette and they will say or do anything. You might call them shameless. When my son Will was a toddler, our family made friends with a widow who lived in the apartment across from us. She was always warm and accommodating and she loved little boys. One evening, I woke up in the middle of the night, and to my horror, Will was missing from his bed, and the front door was wide open. It was clear to me he had pulled up a kitchen chair and climbed his little body up to unlock the deadbolt. After the immediate panic subsided, I thought to knock on my neighbor's door. I hated to wake her, but this was a true emergency. She immediately answered the door, and with a reassuring smile, she said, he's in here with me. He came over and asked for some toast. <laughs> and there he was on her couch, shamelessly eating toast and watching SpongeBob. <laughs> Kids are funny. In the Gospel reading today, we hear a similar story of a neighbor who wakes his friend at midnight asking for bread. Our translation tells us, because of the neighbor's persistence, the friend will get up and provide whatever is needed. Other versions translate the word persistence as importunity, impudence, shameless audacity, improbity, chutzpah brashness, boldness. Many scholars agree, though, that the most accurate translation is shamelessness. Now, if I were a prosperity gospel preacher, I would probably proclaim that Jesus' parables suggest that shameless persistence before God will bring you everything you want, anything you ask for. But I'm not. And I don't think that's what's happening here. Culturally, we have a broad understanding of what it means to be shameless. Billy Joel's song, Shameless, made popular by Garth Brooks in the early 90s, speaks of a complete loss of composure while falling in love. There's a TV show, Shameless, set in the south side of Chicago, and it presents shameless in another light as a poverty-stricken family pushes against any social convention in their attempts at survival. And then Lutheran pastor Nadia Boltz-Weber recently released a book titled Shameless, A Sexual Reformation, in which she challenges the church's history of shaming people's bodies and sexuality. With all these suggestions of what it might mean to be shameless, it can be difficult to determine what Jesus is getting at 
in this discursion on prayer? Is it about vulnerability like we hear in love songs? Is it about protesting and resisting established cultural norms? Or is it about reclaiming our sacred worth as those created in the image of God? Well, bear with me because I'm going to take a short detour here for a moment. For better or worse, I'm a person who loves easily and freely. You might even say shamelessly. And it hasn't been hard to fall in love with all of you and with this church. Before I even arrived in Chicago, you had prepared a place for me in your hearts, on your staff, in a bell tower apartment. (laughs) You have invited me into your homes and lives, showed me your favorite sights and scenes around town, and supported and encouraged me as your vicar. Internship is supposed to be a time for formation and growth. And in fighting my own internal struggles with shame, I put internship off for a while because I wasn't sure there was a congregation for me. But the Holy Spirit knows what's up and she pulled all the strings to put us together for this time. You have been my perfect fit this year on the last leg of my journey toward ordination. And I will carry the love, wisdom, memories, and care you have given wherever I go from here. And of course, I'll come back and visit. Thank you all for the part you have played and helping me release some of the shame and reservations I had about my place in the church. And you know, we all struggle with shame wrongfully imposed on us by others. For who we are, what we look like, who we love, our work, our lifestyle, We pick at the specks in each other's eyes while the logs of racism, wealth inequality, environmental degradation, and xenophobia remain firmly lodged in place. And yet, our infinitely compassionate God hears our cries, receives our brokenness, and provides us with something greater than we ever could have imagined. Today, Jesus teaches us that shamelessness in prayer looks like calling out to God in an intimate address, Father, laying ourselves bare before the one who created us. Jesus teaches us that shamelessness in prayer looks like persisting in the face of others' judgment and forgiving them still. Jesus teaches us that shamelessness in prayer is full faith in our identity as children of the living God. In confidence, we bring all of ourselves, everything we carry, to the throne of grace as God covers and restores us to wholeness. Today, as we gather at the table, We acknowledge the power of Christ's death and resurrection that perpetually moves us to reconciliation. We receive the power of the Holy Spirit promised to all those who ask, seek, and knock. And we rest in the arms of our loving God who created us to be shameless. Amen.
rooted in Christ and rising to serve, let us pray for the church, the world, and all in need. Faithful God, through diverse cultures and countries, your spirit weaves us together as one church. Help us, your disciples, to ask for the things we need, confident that you hear us. God, in your mercy, call us to notice places and people you created, but we often forget. For busy places, for those working in the noon heat, in the silence of the night, and in care of your creation. God, in your mercy, bring peace where there is strife found, where homes have become battlegrounds. Empower leaders and organizations to find solutions through persistence and faith. God, in your mercy, turn our hearts to the cries of those in great need. Comfort and heal those who feel defined by situation, grief, or sickness, especially those mourning the death of Kristen Rafito, the victims of the shooting in Brooklyn, and those we name aloud or in our hearts. God, in your mercy, seek after us wherever we are found in those summer months. Grant safety to those who travel, Sabbath rest to those who vocation, and perseverance to those who have no leisure time. God, in your mercy, join our prayers with Blessed Mary, James, Olaf, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus of Bethany, the composers, Bach, Schultz, and Handel, and those ancestors and saints who taught us to pray. God, in your mercy. We lift our prayers to you, O God, trusting your promise to hear us. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always. It is such delight to have you all present today as we gather around word and table, as we do each week, to be strengthened by God's grace and mercy. Whether this is your very first time here, and it's a little bit of a different service today, I'll warn you, or you have been coming for years, whether you love church or you're not even sure what you think of organized religion, whatever the color of your skin, who you love, marry, your gender identity, how you vote, how you look at the world, the ways that we divide ourselves out these doors, in here we are one in God's grace and mercy. So welcome to you all. If you are a new newcomers, there are yellow slips in the pew rack and you're welcome to place them in our offering basket, which you can see is on our your way to communion since so many folks don't carry cash these days and almost everyone in our church gives online. Our loose offering today will be given to Refugee One there's some information, more information in your bulletin about that. We are in the midst of our Toward 100 Capital Campaign, and thanks to your generosity and people who were able to give um, large amounts already this year, we have air conditioning today. And this is um, very... <laughs> Due to some serendipity with one of my colleagues, Jason Glombicki, we learned that one can do ductless air conditioning for under a third of the cost of central air, which would have been about 300,000. So it's because of this new system with these units and then some of the compressors, which are between um, our next door neighbor there. You can take a look, they're kind of hidden. But as a way to celebrate and bless and bring a little humor to today, please turn to page 14 
and let us sing this verse. Most of our neighboring urban churches do not yet have AC. They probably don't know about this kind. We can now say that we are the coolest church in the city. <laughs> Today's Vicar Noah's last Sunday, and if you missed it in the E! News, he will be uh, moving to the Portland area to both look for a chaplain job or perhaps uh, church job or both in the coming months. Today, like about at 2.30, he flies to Southern Seminary where he's been affiliated to receive approval by their faculty. Noah has completed his uh, seminary and his preparation for ordination. He's been a full-time intern with us this past year, which is a requirement in our denomination. And that is different from the seven hour a week seminarians that we normally have called ministry and context students and we will be having two of those kind of seminarians returning next september just to show you the difference between a vicar and a mic seminarian we hope that you can join us for brunch and some um, celebration joyful celebration of Vicar Noah's ministry among us right after the service. You can get upstairs using either of these exit doors or going around to the Magnolia Street door. It is air conditioned up there as well. And please go through the line and begin eating already knowing that the prayer that we have said at this table is the prayer for that table and the Thanksgiving that we do at all our tables. Um, and Noah is on a little bit of a tight schedule today. So um, uh, we're going to do everything a little bit quicker uh, than we normally would. So go ahead and begin eating, and then we will begin uh, to have some uh, tributes uh, when he arrives upstairs. Now, the first hymn is one of Noah's favorites, Come Thou Fount, and this is as well. So please stand as the gifts are prepared, and we sing stanza one of Here I Am, Lord.
be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is indeed right, our duty and our joy, that we should at all times and in all places give thanks and praise to you, almighty and merciful God, through our Savior Jesus Christ, who on this day overcame death and the grave and by his glorious resurrection opened to us the way of everlasting life. And so with all the choirs of angels, with the church on earth and the hosts of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending Blessed are you, O God of the universe. Your mercy is everlasting. Your faithfulness endures from age to age. We praise you for creating this world of wonder, for calling your people Israel to be a light to the nations, and for coming among us in your beloved Son, Jesus. With open arms, he healed the sick, welcomed the outcast, and gave himself for the life of the world. Blessed be God forever. Blessed be God forever. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread and gave thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Let us proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ, Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will remembering therefore his teaching, preaching, and healing, and his life-giving death and resurrection, we await his coming again to share with us the everlasting feast. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. Pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of bread and wine and on your holy people gathered around this table. Nourish us to be the body of Christ for the world, that the hungry may be fed and the poor lifted up. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. To you be honor and praise, blessed and holy trinity, now and forever. Amen, amen. Amen, amen. Gathered into one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial, and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The gifts of God for the people of God. Taste and see that the Lord is good.
Let us pray. Holy God, we give you thanks that you are as far away as the distant stars and as close as our breath. You meet us at this table and we discover our hearts burning within us. Go with us as we leave this place so that your life and your light will shine brightly for all to see. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Before we move to the font, I'd like Vicar Noah to come forward and we have our first gift for you. This, I'll let you open it. This was made for you. And I think just so that we get a vision of what he will look like in a couple, two, three, four, five months, let's just let you put it on for a moment so we can see what you're going to look like. On your ordination day. Don't tell anybody. Noah, you have served among us for the past year. Sharing our joys and sorrows, you have been important to our life together in the Church of Jesus Christ, in our service to this community, and in God's mission to the whole world. As you leave this community of faith, we say farewell, and we pray for God's blessing. People of, Holy Trin people of God at Holy Trinity, do you release Noah from service as your vicar? Noah, do you recognize and accept the completion of your ministry with Holy Trinity Lutheran Church? I do, and I give thanks to God for our ministry together. I invite you now to extend your hands in blessing. Let us pray. Almighty God, through your Son, Jesus Christ, you gave the holy apostles many gifts and commanded them to feed your flock. You equip your people with abilities that differ according to the grace given to them. And you call them to various avenues of service. We give you thanks for the ministry of Noah among the people of God in this place. You watch over our going out and our coming in. Bless this time of ending and beginning. You surround your people in every time and place. Keep us close in your love. You accompany your people in times of joy and times of trial. Prosper all that has been done to your glory in this time together. Heal and forgive all that has fallen short of your will for us. Help Noah and all of us to live with courage and gladness in the future you give to us. As Noah has been a blessing to us, so now send him to be a blessing to others. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord.
Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen. Amen.